forever. Dog. Warning. The following haunt cast contains the excitement of television show activations, toy buying bots, and a giant pumpkin mere feet away from slightly discounted shoes and pants. Get in the car at a safe distance and enjoy. Drive through haunts on Hauntcast The Fright. Welcome to Hauntcast the Fright, a Hauntcast so scary that when you tell your non-theme park people about how long our episodes are, they scream in terror. My name is usually Mike Carlson, but this month's it is Spike Narlson. Did you, just, uh, right. did you change Pretty, it? Or I changed it again. It's been different. You ballparked that. Yeah, I mm-hmm. so it's been uh, some controversial ones this month, but that's I think non-controversial. That's just fun Halloween. Joining me as always, uh, usually Jason Sheridan. This month, uh, this month, um, Jack O' Lantern slime it in. Very uh, consistent, very good Halloween name. I yeah, I wrote it down so I would remember. And uh, thanks, I worked on it for a while. I was worried if I just went with Jack O' Lantern Jason, that's like a. Ooh, fucking I, improv warm-up nonsense. I like know, that, like, too, though. I'll be honest. Okay. I like that, too. Or Jason Jackalaner. I think it works either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, joining also us, as always, usually Scott Gardner. Well, I was thinking, if we're all kind of experimenting, like, what is the rule dictating that it has to reflect our real name in some way? Like, because I, you know, I'm Scott all the time, or I, you know, and if I was just something similar to Scott, like... What's preventing me from just being Rick Zombieberg? Mm, uh, I just want to change it up. There's nothing preventing it. I think that is sort of the fun. It sounds a little like it, so it's like a version of you. But if you want to do a whole new persona, I think that's good. Yeah, I think so. I'm just, you know, I don't know. Rick is a cool name. That's a name I'd like to have mm-hmm. every, you know, just for a little bit. And it's not a parody of anything. I don't know what the non-Halloween version of Rick Zombieberg is. Um, maybe it's like Zellberg or something, but it doesn't uh, matter. I'm Rick Zombieberg okay. from now on because well, I'm I'm sick of my own initials. That's fine. Uh, what if I just go by Ice Pick from now on? Okay, hell yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> my name is Ice Pick now. That's what would call me that for the rest of the month and maybe we forever. Break out of these rules, like why? What, like what is this unspoken that it has to be a pun about your? Like, let's go wild. Let's go hog wild. Mm-hmm. That could be... I don't want to say what Jason's is, but if Jason's was hog wild. Oh. Hog wild's pretty good. I was going to pitch Mr. Murder. Is that uh, better sure. or worse than hog wild? Lateral? Uh, I mean, they're bo- they both have their, uh, their good points, I think. There's both big reasons to like those. And it's still up to you to choose, ultimately. That's what we're okay. doing. With me embracing being Rick Zombieberg, it's, you know, it's all about grabbing the reins of a new persona. How about Dr. Murderhog? I like Man. that. Hell yeah. That's kind of best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had a doctor in, too, so you're like, you have a, like a lab coat that's covered in blood. And respect. <laughs> yes. The most the scariest thing you can have on your coat. That's right. Sorry, Dr. Murder Hog. Dr. Yes. Murder Hog, that's good. Okay. Yeah, I think anything. Now, if we can remember selectively through the episode, 
I, you know, we're going to default to what our regular names are, but it'd be nice to, you know, um, but, you know, we're talking about like drive through haunts and, and, uh, well, the former Jason, I went, went and tried one, but if I was like, now doctor, how was it? Was there like a big backup? Um, because it's, you know, like, was it, the, was, how many people were there? I mean, I mean, did you have a good time, doctor? I, uh, yes, I did. I did. I was a little concerned at first. They certainly had the place markers for like, oh, if it's running long, they even had like a, from this point, 50 minutes. Yeah, that feels good. That feels right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, ice pick. Uh, does that seem like something you could uh, ma- make your way through? Yeah, it does sound like that. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> now I have a different voice. The voice changed entirely. Too. Wow. Yeah, yeah, no, but that feels good. Being called ice pick feels good, and it makes me feel different. Just tossing it away so casually. Too. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and I've yeah. actually forgotten your name, so tell me what it is. It is, R- is Rick Zombiebird. That's right, of course. I'll write it down up. so I don't forget it. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah, and Rick, you were just talking about it. Uh, you are talking about your whole, this whole Zombieberg family and what you were doing. Uh, how did that go? How was that? Oh, yeah. Well, there's so many of us. By the time you get the Zombieberg cousins out and the you know some people are only ha you know it's a hyphenate uh um you know Z- zombieberg and um ghostlington zombies so you gotta get the zombiebergs out and the zombieberg ghostlingtons mm. um so you know you're, you're talking 50 people coming to your halloweens usually but you know now, now it's all gonna be on zoom so it's all it's all fucked <laughs> yeah i hear that yeah, yeah. well that's good that's still seamless uh i like i I, i'm loving this new persona it's injecting some life uh into this halloween season which as we've said uh is you know is hampered uh by the current state of affairs and what we're here to talk about is halloween experiences that you can do and that we went and did uh in the los angeles area but there's stuff all over the country you can do i like that we're that we're trying to break out and, uh, you know, make something happen in a drive through fashion or a virtual fashion. Uh, I, I, I applaud the creativity on the parts of everyone doing these kinds of things. Yes, it's, uh, yeah, they're making the best of a bad situation. And I think, you know, there's a variety of these things, which is nice, too. I think a lot of people are doing a version of this. I think so. And I think we've all like, we all did something pretty, pretty different. As, as fun as some of the, what we've done here in 2020 is, it, I think it can't help but make you uh, be nostalgic for Halloween's gone by, uh, more classic Halloween's like when you were a kid and when you could actually do the trick or treating. And I am more now than ever incredibly nostalgic for my favorite Halloween, which was in 1994. Uh, on which Halloween I got to appear on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Um, <laughs> this, this, was, uh, this was a thread left open months ago. Uh, this was discussed deep into our longest episode. It was buried under minutes and minutes of content in our episode about The Tonight Show Ride, which is available on, on the Patreon. So if you didn't hear it there... Uh, I, I basically, I, I had a family friend who, uh, worked in the music department on the, uh, the Carson and then the Leno Tonight Show. And, uh, uh, there was a, there was a sketch going on and I, I was obsessed with, I just, the fact that I knew somebody who worked at that show was mind blowing to me and I could go like be in a bit. I felt so much like Bart on the Krusty show, mm-hmm. uh, uh, in the, 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 what birth I didn't do it situation. Um, now, it didn't go that far because Bart had a line. I was just one of many, many trick-or-treaters. Um, 
and I'm wearing a mask, so you can't tell it's me. I'm, I'm wearing a Richard Nixon mask, which I, I may have said in the other episode. I, I thought, well, maybe Jay will appreciate that, as he is a political <laughs> satirist. Um, a very sophisticated but, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as, as we know. If only we had him now to sort through the ins and outs of this mm-hmm. complex situation we're currently in. Um, anyway, uh, uh, all, all of this is, ju- is just to say, you know, like, I'm, I'm not going to play a clip of it because it's just lengthy and, you know, you, you basically just see a, a Nixon uh, in the mix as the sketch goes on, includes it, including uh, the, uh, and mainly starring health guru Susan Powder, who is famous, of course, for... <laughs> Her catchphrase, stop the insanity. Um, as I may have said in the other episode, none of this was explained to me, like what it was going to be. It was just like, okay, go out there. Like there was never a rehearsal. This was never run, nor did it need to be. That was, there was, you know, they, they did the right amount of um, uh, preparation and not overthinking. Um, so uh, all this to say, that clip will be available on our Twitter. Uh, uh, so you can watch it and I'll make sure to circle which one I am, uh, uh, just so you know, cause you, there'd be no other way to know. Um, but in finding the tape, um, I had a, an interesting discovery, uh, uh because I, I was like, well, what was the rest of this episode? Uh, like, like, what was a, like, I don't think a lot of people have like a tape of a Leno episode in general mm-hmm. from that era from 94. And this was a jam packed episode because there was a remote uh, done by uh, Bill Maher, who was a correspondent who was reporting from Tiny Tim's wedding. Um, <laughs> do we? I don't even. I, I'm not sure. I even know how to explain who Tiny Tim was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like a musician, fringe character type guy. He Just had like a novelty song guy. Yeah. He had an interesting of. voice. Yeah. He was an eccentric. Yeah. I don't know. Um, there is that it. Is that a? I, I think good? So, I think so. He was famous for getting married on the Carson Tonight Show, and then he was like, they seemingly tried to do it again, but very half-assed, just with these Bill Maher check-ins. So that's going on. I remember being in the hallway and passing by Richard Simmons at some point, like wow. wearing just full, exactly the Richard Simmons wardrobe that you'd want to see. So I thought that was really cool. But then I was trying to remember, like, who was the musical guest? Because I remember thinking, like. Oh well, what if then the show keeps going, and then I basically get to see like a concert? What if it's a what if the musical guest is one of the people I really I really like? What if it's like a cool band like Hammer or the Beach Boys, <laughs> the two <laughs> music acts that I liked at the time? Mm-hmm. And then I remember being disappointed, like, oh, it's this uh, this sucks. It's like a grown up band. It's a it's a boring adult band, and I never knew what it was until rewatching the tape. The band in this episode was Big Star. What? What? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Beloved cults, <laughs> like one of the most respected bands in history. Um, I mean, it was this like reformed version. Right. Where, you know, Big Star was Alex Chilton and a guy, Bell was the other guy. Uh, um, I don't know why it's not coming to me. It was it was well, Alex Chilton and, and other people like Hired Guns. I think the Chris, band, the Chris Bell was the guy who was in the band, but he died. He died oh, before okay. 1994. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay. Oh, wait, in that year where this was happening? No, he oh died before God. 94, sorry. Oh, before 94. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, he died in, um, I'm looking it up now, 78. Oh, gee. Okay, long ago. Um, yeah, anyway, this has just lingered in my head is like, I wish that band wasn't so boring. And now wow. I've realized it's like one of the most revered, like, I, you know, yeah. quietly adored bands in history. And they were like, so... 
in this room at this time, like in the same room, Halloween 94, Jay Leno, Matthew Broderick was there, Jennifer Tilly and Richard Simmons, Alex Chilton, and a nine-year-old Scott Gardner in a Nixon mask. Wow. That's wild. Could not believe it. What song did Big Star play? They did In the Street, oh, yeah. which not too long after became the theme to that 70s show as covered by Cheap Trick. Um, so yeah, iconic song. Like They barely performed live ever. This would have been one of the only television appearances of Big Star. I'm not even, yeah, I'm not even that up on like where they went sort of after they stopped putting stuff out. So I'm surprised. I'm, I don't even know the timeline of like why they were on the Tonight Show in 1994. What what was going on at the time? I think there was a there was a live album they were promoting or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. That could have also just been like, oh, the the albums are finally on CD. Because I was like, <laughs> wait, were the albums even at print in '94? Like. Uh, that's true a lot of people a lot of bands did perform in that context like the reissue of such and such interesting wow so yeah anyway (laughs) i mean it wasn't like you were supposed to know like get excited about alex chilton at the time no and i was uh i was insufferable enough as a 17 year old talking about alex chilton let alone if i was nine (laughs) i mean i would have been the worst (laughs) <laughs> um, I, I, as a nine-year-old who brought a Richard Nixon costume to a TV show, and then like, I, I have this other memory of like this is an exciting time for me. This was I must have gotten the bug to be in in media because right around the same time, it was right after this, like in the same week, I went to a recording studio to record a Christmas album with my boy choir. <laughs> 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 uh this the saint mel church uh boy choir and uh we, we did you know mostly standards for you know kind of uh uh you know like ring christmas bells merrily ring. um and uh i remember that i wore a big old like didn't fit me tonight show hat <laughs> a, a, to the record so i'm feeling like so high on my own shit i've just been on the leno tonight show now i'm recording my album and I walked into it, and I was not friends with anyone else in the boy choir. We did not get along. And some kid is like, where'd you get that hat? And I was like, I was on the show. And he was like, no, you weren't. And that was the end. And I didn't argue back because I was too scared to. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> you, so you said, no, down. you weren't. And you were like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's probably right. He's bigger than me, maybe. (laughs) Never mind. Actually, he's more confident than me. He's much shorter, but extremely confident. So he's probably right. I've apologized a million times for doing that. (laughs) It's just whenever we get in a tiff, I see that guy, (laughs) that boy choir. I'm looking at you in my Zoom window like, I bet Jason doesn't believe I was on the Tonight Show. (laughs) (laughs) Prove it. <laughs> I Show will. Hat. I'm putting this tape on, and you might think that I'm just going to circle an arbitrary kid in a Nixon mask, but it was me. He'll turn, and you'll see Scott brown hair, and you'll know. Do you think if you had like, we're like, well, yeah, I walked by Alex Chilton. He was like, whoa, <laughs> no kidding. Box, That's one of the guys. The box Alex- tops. <laughs> oh man, the guy who sang the letter. Boy, he's one of the guys who made me want to get into recording. That's why I'm in this studio to recut Mer- to cut Merry Christmas from the St. Mel's Boy Choir. <laughs> that would have fixed it, I think. Would have shut everyone up. Mm-hmm. Uh, if only I knew. So I failed. My, mu- my lack of musical knowledge at nine failed me. Um, I'll try to post that whole 
uh, album too. Is it, what's one of the? I'll I'll try to do it in a lossless format, like a like a flack, like an FLAC. Yeah, yeah, highest quality. Please. Like you could play it on Neil Young's Pono. You could. That yeah. would be like the version. Neil Young short. I'll try to five. I'll try to get a hold of him if I can get Neil on the on the line just to you know oversee the fidelity of it. Um, I have a memory about recording that Christmas album also, which is that uh, when it began, we were promised one hundred dollars each and a CD of the uh, album, and it ended up being twenty five dollars and a tape. <laughs> That prepared you for a career in media better than anything else. Yeah, really. It all was contained in those couple months, wasn't it? And I got into it anyway. Um, and I had to because when I got it, when the, when I got hit by those lights, and I got to share the stage with Susan Powder herself, <laughs> I had to keep going. Um, so anyway, that'll all be a video on the Twitter and, uh, you know, the, the album, we got to wait to Christmas. We got Halloween to get through first. Oh man, you have the album. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. The, oh, the album's around. Yeah. Yeah. And I could scan the cover also and try to prove that one of the blurry dots in the red robes is me. (laughs) Could you do a remix too of it maybe for Christmas, like an EDM style remix? No, well, maybe so. Um, I mean, that depends. I can't promise how like in tempo um, Bill the piano player was. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you could like set a metronome to it. I see, but I'll I'll bring it into garage. I mean, if I got to cut it up, um, right. I I can do that. All right. Well, that's exciting. That's a good tease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I knew I was playing the, the long game. Like the audience for these things wasn't there then, but I knew someday I'm, I'm going to accrue a a rabid podcast audience that is going to really want to hear hear my falsetto on, on a Christmas album. Mm-hmm. Wow! So yeah, Paul, we got to. Did you look? Is that Big Star performance on YouTube at all? It is. Yeah, okay. yeah. So you can just yeah you can just watch that. I'm not going to post that for you, uh, but you can watch. You can watch Leno introduce. Um, yeah, and uh, so yeah, t- two of the you know two of the greats in the same. Say you know Alex Children rocking one of his classic songs and me rocking one of the best masks ever worn by a child. Man, if only if only you had wandered out on the stage as the, as Nixon and done backup <laughs> vocals on In the Street, <laughs> it would have <laughs> hanging out <laughs> with the peace signs probably. Yeah. Um, wow. It would have it would have been the the soy bomb of its day. Mm-hmm. This episode's going to need, boy, anyone who doesn't remember the 90s well uh, is going to need a, a glossary to recall the big star and um, soy bomb. Yeah. These are Susan Powder. These references, we apologize to the younger listeners. Uh, but go check out, these are. check out Big Star and check out Chris Bell's I Am the Cosmos solo album, too. I've never really listened to it because I'm afraid it, it would make me too sad. It oh, my God. very sad. I Am the Cosmos is the saddest song you will <laughs> ever hear. And I, it is, it is truly like you put headphones on and it is the sound of a heartbreaking. And I don't know if there's any mm. song that I think is sadder than that. Yeah, I mean, I've because I've you know like some of those big stars like Kangaroo. It's very very morose. You're gonna really be in a state, and uh, I, that 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 seems like too hard of a drug. For oh my me. god! You should, this year, yeah, you those should. albums are pretty good. But like, yeah, thirteen might make you a little too introspective for quarantine times. Thirteen oh, though god. is like a fun bop compared to I Am the Cosmos. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, no. a little. 
<laughs> it's a little uplifting. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's sweet and, and nostalgic it and is makes very it sweet. sad, but certainly like, oh my God, I am the cosmos. It's great. Anyway. <laughs> this this episode every year is normally titled Mike Loves Haunts, but this year it is uh it is gonna it just gets longer and longer of like the boys love appropriate safe halloween experiences and also are losing their minds <laughs> and well. also have, have some things to say about big star and uh uh, uh 24 26 is that right is that math right 26 year old tonight show episodes uh mm. yeah but only the one only the ones i'm on i mean okay. well i mean i'll watch some old tonight shows definitely in other yes. contexts, I've spent a lot of I've spent the last couple of weeks watching a lot of uh, uh, '90s um, MTV Movie Awards. Also, <laughs> so I'm yeah, I'm off the deep end. Now we, that's um, fun. We that's really fun. I don't care who you are. <laughs> just uh, uh, just audience, be glad that Scott didn't find an organic way for us to talk about the rumor of McCartney releasing McCartney Three in December, the long-awaited <laughs> follow-up to McCartney Two from 1980. Um. Yeah. Because then we're in. Then we're in three-hour territory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're, yeah. We're, we're never getting out of here. Um. But to Vera's back, yeah. Let's get out of. Let's get out of Halloween '94, and we'll be back to Christmas '94 soon for the boy choir. But Halloween 2020, we're stuck. We gotta stay distant. We gotta stay in our cars. What did we do? How did we overcome this? What did we? How did we all get into the Halloween spirit? I genuinely don't. I kind of know what Jason did. I Mike. I don't know. Um, the, uh, I'm sorry, uh, ice, ice pick. I don't know, Doctor. I'm yeah. curious your thoughts about the drive-through. Uh, uh, how do how do we get into it? Well, I think I'll start with mine. So, so um, there there are a variety of things we were talking about that that different places are doing, varying levels of scares, varying levels of production. You know, um, yeah. I think everyone's doing it in their own way. I saw downtown LA has, uh, and I forget the name of it, but they have a more fam specific family focused thing where like they still hand out a bag of candy. I'm not sure if they do it in like the way that Taco Bell does the COVID theater of having like a rubber made. They put the bag in and hand it to you through the, <laughs> through the window, which is COVID theater in my estimation. Um, but they have something like that, I believe. Um, so everyone's being creative everyone's doing their best and i was looking through stuff to do and i will say up front i should have done something scarier hmm. <laughs> because i look i'm the toughest one of the three of us when it comes to haunts okay not in everything else but haunts i'm the toughest guy and you have to acknowledge my toughness when it comes to going through haunts and my love ice pick loves haunts, haunts. Ice, ice pick, pick loves yeah. haunts um and the haunted hayride now maybe i maybe i was trying to look for an excuse but the haunted hayride is supposedly scary they usually do it at griffith park and they're doing it in i believe san dimas e Yes. Uh, yeah. The, by the dusty raging waters. Um, by the uh, shuttered right. raging waters wow. unused this summer. Now, Bill and Ted's hometown. In hindsight, I think that probably should have been the thing I did, but it was 90 minutes away. And I will say the idea of getting scared in my car did scare me a little bit. That seems a little <laughs> more scary for some reason than having just a teen jump out at you from behind a corner. 
You think it's more scary. I Yes, I do think it's more scary. I would rather be- I think be, it's less. Really? Because I would rather be walking through, having an ability to move and react. There's something about it if it's like, I think there's like five teens all crouched around the car and there's loud music being played outside and they're just going to keep popping up. I guess at a certain point you get desensitized to it, but there's something like that feeling like trapped that I don't like. Do you disagree? You know okay. what I'm saying? There's a trapped I, feeling of like, I can't even control at all. And I'm not going to like put my car in a drive and run them over. <laughs> like I can run faster. I can hide behind a Valencia teen at Six Flags, but I can't hide behind anything here. Well, but I think, I mean, you can hide behind your steering wheel. That seems comforting to me. Yeah, in the car, you're hidden. Yeah, you're in the car. <laughs> uh, there's two I guess types. I could crouch down and put my hands over my head to just not look. You're right, I guess. I hear them. I, I hear them hitting the window. <laughs> Go away. I think away. the scarier stuff from what I've, because there's videos of a lot of these online at this point, and like the scenes happen either far away from you or they get close to your car and you're in park. Right. Yes. Right. Right. Because they can't have you. You can't be driving and get scared and run off. Like, hit. Hit. Uh, take the wheel and just swerve off the road and run into a bunch of people dressed like Frankenstein. Yeah. Like that's not going to happen. Uh. So anyway, I, that all that to say up front, I did find something that was pretty highly rated from the way from what I was reading. Um. Something called Knights of the Jack. Mm-hmm. And this is in Calabasas. Oh, yeah. And it was sold out up until November 1st. And I had to do what I love to do, which is checking to get you a ticket. You got to do it. You I, haven't yeah. done it all year. I haven't done it in regards to tickets. I certainly have checked to get NECA Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figures. Mm-hmm. But I haven't Are done you, Can ticket. you talk about the thing that you did? Did that? I don't remember if that worked out. Which thing? The, the bot? <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, I, this is a, Scott. This is a long story. Uh, no, I'll try to make it very quick, though. Quick. So, basically, what was happening is these Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that I love, uh, that are made by this company, NECA. Uh, they go up for pre-sale, uh, not pre-sale, their main sale, and it's like you'd never know what time it goes up. The Target website is confusing, and the first couple times they put them up, they put up Metalhead, I believe, and they put up Casey Jones. These are all the cartoon versions of Ninja Turtles. They were bought instantly by bots, and I was just like, I'm good at getting this stuff. I'm good at checking, and I was beaten by the machine. I was beaten by these machines to get these toys, and this is especially... Early on in COVID where it's like, I'm not trying not to go into the stores as much or whatever. So it happened again. And I got so fed up. I looked into buying a bot. (laughs) I looked into buying a program that could out bot these other bots. So you were going to create life. I was going to create create a being (laughs) designed to buy this one toy and then wander the wander the digital earth for 10,000 years. I was going to, you know, you had a have a real son, Scott. I was going to have a digital son that could (laughs) procure me sweet, nostalgic toys. Your son buys you toys. That's all he does. Inevitably, it would have been a Star Trek situation like uh, Professor Moriarty on the holodeck where he wants to get out of the computer somehow and i'm trying to make that happen for him and he's wreaking havoc (laughs) but it wasn't going to get there yet so so people i think also people uh, who who deal with this stuff like this happens in sneaker sales a lot where there are bots uh and i know people are very anti-bot so i'm i apologize the only reason i was doing this was not to 
get the toys to flip it was just to procure the toys for myself i was becoming a bad boy just so i can get my toys um so i had a guy in sweden make me a bot (laughs) (laughs) this has not come up before (laughs) i don't know there's a lot of weird stuff in my life that hasn't come up before let's be honest uh i made a guy in sweden to make me a bot that could get this stuff pretty quickly and or or in yeah and whenever they went on sale so the long and the short of it is he definitely worked on it a lot to get it to the point where it could take me up till like the purchasing screen it was never it never worked perfectly it would just auto refresh and then it would load and get me to the main screen and i only used it once because then as soon as that uh, it's almost as soon as the like next sale went up, Target kind of fixed the issue. <laughs> it outsmarted your bot instantly. Well, they didn't outsmart the bot. It's just the Target system got better for purchasing these turtles. So as soon as they were up, they would last for at least like t- five, ten minutes, basically mm-hmm. rendering my bot useless. I paid. I'll be. I. I, I didn't pay it. I paid a hundred dollars for this bot, so it wasn't like a top of the top of the line bot. I've been told bots could cost you five grand if they're very sophisticated. So what is? What do you? What do you? Do you ever see anything? Like what? Okay. So if you okay, if you want to know, there's a program called Python mm-hmm. that is a program that basically can take control of your Google Chrome. Mm-hmm. So. Basically, what this does is, is it just automatically has certain prompts to put in. So you get like a text document, you load in what the website will be for the item you want to purchase, and then you put in like your credit card information, all that stuff sort of in a script, in a text document, and then yeah, you Python still have to a- do this? Yeah. Python oh yeah. Is yeah. A coding language. Like, yes, yeah, so I would, had to learn. I had to you learn. Discovered- <laughs> I had to learn a little bit. <laughs> Mike's newest discovery is not a, an obscure movie or band or anything. It is like a decades-old, very basic <laughs> coding. Language. It is a coding, yeah. So so essentially, you know, this, uh, this, this nice man in Sweden made me uh, a document that I could place all that information in, and then it would load, auto-load, and essentially it would just, like, refresh the page until the sale went live. And then would load it into the card and lo- go through all the screens, and that's what it was um, doing. It wasn't. I look. I wanted it to be like, "Hello, Michael. What are we purchasing today? <laughs> Another toy from your childhood? What's wrong with you?" <laughs> he still gives you the business, no like Doctor thi- Smith and uh, <laughs> no whatever th- that robot was. <laughs> how about we try? How about instead of spending $25 on this, you try therapy? <laughs> I redirected you to a different website. Uh, better yeah. health. <laughs> Wait, better help? What did we read? I don't Which care. one have we read ads uh, for? They're not paying anymore. Uh, <laughs> we don't owe them. We don't owe them knowing what the name of it is. Okay. Yeah, um, Wait, but- so you can't then like reprogram this. You can't now take the bot and say, new mission. You are going to... Uh, check fast passes within the Disney World app for the for, P, for fans of my show who are lucky enough to actually get to go to a theme park. Uh, no, the bot, this is a thing I learned very quickly, the bot has to be specifically made for the website that you're using it for. 
just because okay. it's the way yeah. every website is a little different. So no, this is not some. I mean, maybe there's like again, there's a five thousand dollar super bot that can check almost anything. But yeah, this one has to be specifically um, programmed for the target website. But I really, I have not used it, so I wasted a hundred dollars essentially. Uh, so what's on the this. bot doing now? The bot is sitting here on my desktop. Uh, he's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> the bot is sleeping. Oh. <laughs> also, Scott, don't be ridiculous. There's no fast passes right now. You got to get park passes. That's what you got to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, as my true. family uh, learned, uh, we booked a trip to Orlando a year out. Like, well, let's be optimistic about the end of 2021. And they assured us in a few days, you'll be able to pick which parks you want to go to which day. And we're like, ah, we haven't given that enough thought. Uh, when are these park passes in effect to? Oh, the answer to that, early 2022. That system is set up till now. Oh, so. my God. This thing that I hate about Disney World that other people seem to like where you have to plan your trip. Mm. Now it's literally true. You have to, all right. So just think about what you might want to do 14 months from now. This mm-hmm. is, uh, it's, it's, it's even crazier. Yeah. So. Uh, yes, I think that's going to be the way for a little while now, probably yeah, even whenever so. Disneyland opens. Yeah, I think that's probably going to be similar. Yes. But anyway, well, the- set us up with your Swedish guy. If, if, if the Swedish guy has time to help us and everyone listening to the show, that'd be great. Uh, I will. Uh, I will do that. Uh, but yes, the bot right now, there's really no need for him. Um, and yes, look, I look, I was getting desperate. You know, I need these dumb turtle toys. I just got the rock sir. I just got the rock soldiers. They're just they're beautiful toys. Do you remember him from Ninja Turtles? No. He's Krang's uh rock soldier from Dimension X. His okay. name is General Trag. <laughs> I mean, I like him. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> What's not to like? <laughs> it's great. Uh, I approve. It's wonderful. It's yeah, wonderful okay, what you're good, doing. Good, good, good. <laughs> if this bot lives kind of where you recorded the podcast, right? So he's listening to everything you're saying and he's heard every episode you've recorded mm-hmm. lately. He knows so you could, if anything ever happened to you, could the bot replace him or replace you? Uh, I think that's probably true. I mean, he. it's probably like, uh, I don't know who watched Star Trek Picard. But sort of, spoiler alert, uh, Data's consciousness has been sort of living w- while Data's been dead. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think maybe I might, like, everything about me as a person is now stored on the computer in my bot. So there could be, like, some sort of epic adventure sort of to go through the internet and retrieve my personality, my whole programming, so if something happens. We, we could put your personality into General Trog, and he could tell us about... Jason, his name is General Knight Trag. Trag, Jason. Excuse me. God, <laughs> God damn it. Get Excuse it right. Excuse me. Humans make mistakes, not like your bots. You have to cut us some slack. Bots can pronounce all the characters' names correctly. Hi. Granitor, Leatherhead, Metalhead. Trogdor, the Burninator, all your face. <laughs> I will be known as General Trag from now on, not Ice Pick. Okay. All right, let's cross that out. Ice Pick, General Trag. Okay, so General, um, yes. let's get back to what to Knights of the Jack. Okay, Knights of the Jack. All right, so here's so so I saw people talking about this and that 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 they really liked it. Um, so we drove to Calabasas. I got a ticket. I was checking all day. I did this manually. This was all brain power, no bot power. Um, 
and uh, we we went. Lindsay and I went last night, and we drove to Calabasas. Nice getting out of the house uh, sometimes. And the Calabasas is around like what what's called, I guess, the Santa Monica Mountains, which I've really never spent too much time around. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not particularly nice looking mountains, but it's mountainous, and you know it's got there's scenery. So we get there, and this was the first um, round of the night uh, for this experience. It was six thirty. So I'm assuming like most of these, and you'll tell me if you guys did a similar thing, uh, I, you, you have to drive through this long, winding, essentially a queue. Yeah. And the queue for this wasn't like full of cars, but it was so long and it was so bumpy. I was like, are all four of my wheels going to burst? <laughs> <laughs> well, Glenn, let's put this in context because this is on a farm. Yes. This is normally, yes. Thank you. Thank is, you. It's King Gillette Ranch is where this is yes. located, which and I, it's normally a walkthrough. It's it's always a lot of jack o' lanterns, but it's normally I think a walking like, right cider, probably cider donuts sort of fall events, Halloween events. Yes, uh, that is correct. So we're driving through there, and I went, "Is this whole thing going to be on this terrain?" Because <laughs> I was like, "I don't know if this is. Should we just turn off now? If this is." And luckily it was not. Luckily, after we got through this queuing part, um, it was not so bumpy. But I was pretty worried for a couple minutes. <laughs> I was wondering, okay, are they gonna? Are they gonna? They should have warned us about this. That we should have brought a jeep to this. Not the case. <laughs> not the case. So just telling everything. So it's a long stretching thing, and we're driving through, and we're a little bit early, and we there's a lot of fun like kind of cardboard cutouts of monsters, and it's very friendly or whatever. And we see a sign that says "Tune your radio to 100.1 FM," and we go, "Oh, this makes a lot of sense. There's probably a soundtrack to go along with this, and you play it on your car. This makes a lot of sense. This is probably what's going to happen here." So we start driving in and it's, I don't know, has anybody seen, let me, I'll show you, uh, I'll share the screen real quick just to give you a sort of an idea of what everything's like. Sure. Um, and I have some videos too, and I can post those. Um, so it's like, you know, this is sort of the vibe we're getting here and this is the website and it's just kind of like, it's very, things are nicely decorated. There's fun little things there. Uh, so we're sort of driving and there's, you know, displays that are similar to this. There's, you know, skeleton on a motorcycle or whatever and different pumpkins. And and we're listening to this 100.1 radio station and it's like playing like Grease Lightning. <laughs> and we're like, this is really a Halloween song. And then I'm like, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. I go, this isn't, this isn't, in, this couldn't be in sync because everyone's going at different intervals. So like. What are we doing listening to the station? And then all of a sudden, like, bad to the bone starts. <laughs> and, like, we're driving through, like, some, like, yeah, atmospheric things. And we're like, wait a minute. This station is just for the queue area, isn't it? And Lindsay's like, did I just hear a train noise outside? And we roll down the windows and it's like, oh, the audio for the whole thing has been outside for <laughs> many minutes <laughs> that we've been driving. Yeah, wait, were you listening to K-Earth? Like the oldie <laughs> station? Yeah, it was just Sister Golden Hair, every other song. <laughs> uh, so we, it wasn't the whole time, but a, for a couple of minutes, because there's this fun, like, aliens have landed in, like, a pumpkin spaceship, and it's like, bam, 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 bam. we're like, well, this isn't the right song for this. <laughs> 
What? And we're like, uh, maybe I go, maybe I should just turn it off and put my own thing on. And it's like, then we finally, we heard it and we're like, oh, okay, got it. This is what it is. So then we were finally, <laughs> a lot of hiccups, a lot of confusion. Now we were on a, a, a even enough road and we were actually hearing like the music and stuff playing. And uh, here, let me share a couple videos. Just wait, I wait. Uh, I can say while you pull those up that I just was curious what the history of this ranch was. And uh, at one point, Bob Hope owned it and he gave it to uh, the Catholic Church to some specific order where they ran a seminary. But then it became a seminary for a different thing, a new age church called the Church Universal and Triumphant. Um, which is some new age, like most of it's in Montana. It seems to be an outgrowth of uh, Christian science and Mary Baker Eddy, like she coined that phrase. And, uh, you know, I don't have time to read the whole article, but, you know, some certainly people have called it a cult. So (laughs) maybe questionably something resembling a cult used to happen here where a, a pumpkin spaceship has landed which seems like maybe the like potential ultimate event of a what would probably be kind of a fun cult yeah yeah see it seems like the land now that you say that because i didn't read that before now that you say that that makes some sense because there's a lot of interesting buildings around this location mm-hmm. and it's got an interesting vibe without the fun halloween lights and music you go what is that building okay that looks like is it Oh, that looks like a church of some kind, but not really. There is like a weird vibe to the to the architecture. Uh, but they didn't really. I mean, there's. I guess they they brought they um, put up some like lights on the actual building itself, but there wasn't any like recruitment or anything happening. I don't <laughs> okay, th- that I saw. <laughs> um, so so yeah, here's the here's the gist of some of it. Okay, so basically, yeah, there's just different little vignettes. Now, you can see the screen here, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And Some of the vignettes are confusing, because some of them, as I said, aliens, pumpkins, and then it'll just be like, ho- like Hollywood. Yeah. And they're playing the Hollywood yeah, song, and it's hard. I'll post, I'll post some of this. <laughs> and you can see there's a Marlon Brando pumpkin. <laughs> from the godfather and it's sort of hard there's james bond there's sean connery now it's hard because because i was driving so it was i hard to like dictate exactly what i need to get a video of but there was also a section of pumpkins for hollywood couples <laughs> so there was a pumpkin with tom hanks and rita wilson on it because <laughs> Lindsay was what? like oh rita wilson <laughs> I, yeah Lindsay was like oh even, these- could, you have to be really good at pumpkin art to convey rita wilson uh it conveyed it i'll say it conveyed it uh, but Lindsay was yeah, like oh are these knew. are these like going to be like deceased celebrities no 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 <laughs> some of hollywood's hottest couples in fact uh so yeah not alex chilton and chris bell N- uh not that i saw but again i was driving you know i couldn't I couldn't focus on everything. Uh, (laughs) So basically, unless I miss something, there are just a lot of sort of random vignettes. And on the website, it was like, you know, you know, ours, our drive through is not so scary, but there's some spooky stuff. Uh, Unless you're five, there's nothing spooky. There's nothing. (laughs) It's fun and atmospheric. (laughs) But I think I was hoping there was going to be a little of that. Uh, There is a good little section here that I'm, I'm going to share with you now that's an unlicensed Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Nice. And they pump snow, and that's very fun. And, uh, yeah, so they do does, some fun... Has Gosling weighed in on this yet? Uh, I haven't seen Gosling if he, he weighed in yet. Maybe he's trying to get in all... He pro- You know what? He probably hasn't gotten tickets because he's not as good of a checker as I am. <laughs> you go on a King Gillette ranch, you, wanna, you don't want to see Christmas stuff. You want to see spooky stuff. <laughs> um, my favorite part of it, and I think that they... Maybe if I was giving any notes, I would say more of this, please. Is there a... Is an area... Old West type, and there's a spook easy. Yeah. Yeah. See, like, this is a little bit more. I want a little more of that, a little less Rita Wilson. That would be my note in general. <laughs> uh, but there's some nice vignettes, and uh, I think this is good if you have, like, ki- young kids. I'll say mm. that. Um, I feel and- like a lot of these things are maybe geared to that which is good and, and you know a lot of the pricing on some of it was sort of high and you're like well if that if that you know whatever 60 to 90 dollars isn't being spread amidst four people right you're really getting your value there and, and like i'm showing you something else. these are some really great art some really cool looking stuff um yeah because yeah, a lot of this stuff i was reading about it is hand carved. yes so it's like there's a lot of artistry to it um, but just sort of, there's my face you can see in the corner there with a mask on. Uh, they told us we had to wear the mask while the window was down just to be safe. So mm. in case you were yeah, to make good. fun of me for wearing a mask. Uh, no, we had a similar experience. <laughs> yeah. So so basically, I, I it is a little bit pricey, but look, it's a lot of work to put on. You're paying for the fact that you're not doing a bunch of other Halloween stuff. And chances are it would be good if you had a kid. And I just want to tell everybody the bumpiness doesn't last. And do turn off the radio <laughs> once you start. <laughs> because I was really sure we were just going to be listening to like random 70s or 80s rock or through going through it. And I was happy to learn that was not the case. So, wow. Nice of the jack. Um, just to go a little further the the church universal and triumphant was a doomsday cult um it was this one woman elizabeth claire prophet she said that the world was going to end in 1990 when russia and the u.s got into a nuclear war and then that didn't happen so the cult just kind of uh petered out i think it exists maybe in some regard but it got a lot quieter also uh the woman who founded it everybody all the followers called her mother (laughs) well why isn't the maze about this yeah, yeah yes that would the, be like it's haunted by elizabeth claire prophet this would be awesome and i'm sure some of these other mazes have like sort of more narratives because i think that's what i would i would have been like yeah you can make like an interesting story but yeah that's that writes itself you get the ghost of bob hope involved <laughs> selling her the the deed and then yeah as soon as like the world is about to end that's when you exit like like uh, mr toad Oh, you just survived. Yeah, yeah. Right. You hear it's you hear Reagan and Gorbachev yelling at each other and <laughs> it's a period piece. Yeah, you have teens play Gorbachev and Reagan. <laughs> and they go on the sides of your car. Applying your Gorbachev birthmark mm-hmm. paint every night. Psyching yourself up to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. I know this character. Uh so yeah, so Wow. There it is. Really fun. Well, wow. love it. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, so, uh, Dr. Um, Dr. Murhog, uh, thoughts about uh, this year's haunt? Well, do you want to hear mine or do you want to hear some of the like other parks around the country? Oh, let's well, let's do that because we're talking about yeah. LA things, but you it sounds like you looked into some stuff that uh, our our friends around the country could maybe check out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the first, so back in July, I saw an article that I sent to you guys about, like, uh, I want to give them credit, it's called Haunted Road, it's in, um, Florida, Orlando area, and they, there was an article in Theme Park Insider, I think a lot of places picked it up, because they were, seemed to be one of the first ones to say, like, uh, we're going to do a haunt, but it will, you will drive through it, and, um, uh, I watched some videos of this, uh it looks it looks very cool uh you know they this one is scary but the scenes are all pretty far away uh there were some spooky some ghoulies who got pretty close to the camera person's car and screamed at the car Mm -hmm. um but everyone's got masks on um oh there were kids in like glowing like those purge masks like that the characters in the purge wear like kind of uh, weirder looking masks like that um uh, it doesn't seem like, it, 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 like I said, it's a lot of maybe people pop up 10 feet away from your car and scenes play out, but I don't think they want to do jump scares when you're behind the wheel of like a 3,000 pound sedan. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another one in Kissimmee called Scream and Stream. The, what was interesting about these uh, was that it's a little off the beaten path, so it was like pitch black and dirt roads, so... Certainly adds to the ambiance. Screaming Stream had a giant floating deer skull puppet. Um, and that looked pretty uh, cool. That looks pretty insane. Wow. Uh, what else? Sticking to Florida. Bush Gardens Tampa was doing a Halloween event. Just scare zones, no houses. Um, in Chicago, the old Carlson uh, neck of the woods. Uh there is a haunt. This is the craziest one I've come across. It's called Alley of Darkness. It is a drive-in haunt, so you drive in and park. And this is the copy they had on their event. Our haunt is set in an alley in the shadows of the red line where a horrible incident occurred not long ago. You'll settle in with a drive-in movie experience that sets the narrative. The undead, demons, zombies, and more jump out and rock your car, accompanied by (laughs) sound effects and sprays of blood. That's right. Your car gets covered in blood. You may opt out. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Yes, I do. (laughs) Our drive-in haunted house where you are confined to your car for 30 minutes so you can't escape the horror until the end. Uh, and then it uh, wraps up. We cannot remove every drop of blood. It will be clean enough to drive on the road, and you cannot, for any reason, short of heart attack, leave your car or open doors or windows. <laughs> what? This is a lot of terms. Wow! I need to get some one of my old friends to go do this, or I get like make my dad. I make this. my dad do it. 
I have to uh, thank uh, Franny Comstock for sending me that. They host of the Girls Like Us podcast. Uh, sent me this, and it is still the weirdest one I've come across. Wow. Um, no videos yet of that online. But uh, yeah, if you're in Chicago and you want a messed up experience, go for that. That is That this sounds is... messed up. I don't want your parents to mess up one of their cars. Okay. It's only going to be a pain for them. Yeah. What if you rent... Uh, well, I'll tell them to rent a car and then do it. Um, let's see. What uh, and there? So there are some walkthrough... Well, there, there's more L.A. stuff. There is a walkthrough experience, I forget. Um, on the way to Palm Springs, they, like, built a house set, but it's all, like, tarps outside, seemingly. Mm-hmm. There's a big Strangers Things drive-through thing right. that's happening downtown. It's not happening until, the, like, right before Halloween. And uh, it runs until January, but it's the first, like, few weeks sold out really quickly. But probably the biggest haunt for our audience might be interested in is Universal Orlando just said, fuck it. We got two houses. And the thing oh. about Universal Orlando is they, uh, up to very, like, very recently, were full steam ahead going to do Horror Nights with some changes to the point where most of the houses were done enough that eventually they canceled the whole event but then they did open up the houses uh, Revenge of the Tooth Fairy and Bride of Frankenstein Lives. And you can find videos of both of those online. Revenge of the Tooth Fairy, kind of a walk through a messed up storybook narrative where a child does not want to give up a tooth to the Tooth Fairy and then everyone starts getting murdered by fairies. And Bride <laughs> of Frankenstein Lives appears to be so dark it will not show up on camera. But the sounds were very good. Great sounds. Uh, Great sounds. Neil Young quality. Now that I've said all that, here is the best thing I have read about any haunt this year. And this is coming from Screamscape, who I have to give credit to. We teased them in the past because they have stuck with their old website. But during, (laughs) you know, COVID times, their posts have mostly stuck to just the facts. But there is one rumor that they reported that I have to read aloud because it is so funny. Um... So, one of the rumored houses for Halloween Horror Nights, uh, there was a bunch that kind of leaked. One was going to be Haunting of Hill House. One was going to be themed to the music and persona of the pop star Billie Eilish. So, Mm. that house did not go up this year. And while most of the other houses that are completed, there's very good chance they could just get put on the shelf and put in warehouses and spaces backstage so they can do them in 2021. I'm sorry, this but, is still universal, the Billie Eilish uh, potential experience. Uh, correct, yes. Okay. So, but Screamscape reported that the Billie Eilish house will not end up being used uh, should some of these houses get used in 2021. Uh, per the Screamscape, the reason it won't return in 2021 is that Billie Eilish's personal theme slash branding will be changing to something not dark before Halloween (laughs) Horror Nights 2021 rolls around. (laughs) So if you're a fan, get ready for that new personal brand that's coming to the Eilish household. Wow, interesting. She's going to be a sweetheart. She's going to be like Jessica Simpson in 2001. Wow. (laughs) New brand. 
We'll just have to wait and see. But this that's is confusing. I we already went back and forth on Taylor. She was all about bats and uh, you know thrusting, and then she became about butterflies and colors. I like how do, how are we supposed to keep track of who's light right. and who's dark? The Hollywood vampires famously turned into the Hollywood nice guys, <laughs> and then back to Hollywood vampires. It's so confusing. Well, the sun came up, so, mm. you know. They... <laughs> what are you going to do during the day? Only concerts during the day for a little while. Right. Yes. Um, that's so strange. Well, that seems like a real, that's a pretty big spoiler for the forthcoming Billie Eilish output. Yeah, really? Actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, She's going to try smiling for a change. <laughs> You know, it's wrestling. Sometimes feuds are telegraphed. Like, they're like, well, this seems like it's what wrestle the big match at WrestleMania will be this. They're setting it up 18 months out, 12 months out, you know? <laughs> sure. All right. So, well, uh, prepare for that, everyone. Prepare for that. The anyway. only thing we don't know is if we will still be in lockdown by the time Billie Eilish's new phase is occurring. <laughs> uh, there's no way <laughs> to know. Let's hope by the time there's the the Smiles and Sunshine tour <laughs> that we could go see it in person <laughs> and not just from our cars. Uh, yes, we hope. So, uh, on to my haunt, or my age-appropriate Halloween drive through experience. So, I went to, um, it was called Hauntoween, and it's still going for a little while longer. It is in Woodland Hills, California. Uh, Mike, I have to say, uh, unlike you, uh, yes, we did discover, roll your windows down to hear the audio. There were a lot more signs at mine. Uh, the roads were very smooth because this took place in an empty mall parking lot. Hmm. Yeah, that's one of my childhood malls, uh, because I grew up near that and the Topanga Plaza, and this is the one that died. This is the dead mall of the bunch. Um, but that's like the theater where I saw, you know, so many classics, Independence Day and Men in Black. And, uh, um, you know, it was, it was nice and peach colored, a really a color that aged really bad. And it's one of those places where they've started doing weird, like there's like church services in the AMC now. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully not now, but for the last couple of years. Or there's like parts of the parking lot that are not safe to go in anymore. <laughs> like, I don't know, a bunch of people live in this garage now. Like it's this this time has not been kind to the the promenade. That is the is that the one that has the crown books in it? I always forget. Yes, yes. Yeah. Still, still a crown books for a really long time. That is maybe one of the most shocking things. We met my friend and his wife there a few years ago at this point. And is there a Magianos in there? That's There's right. There's a Magianos yes. that was still going strong and yes. the um The Magianos has the deal where if you buy an entree, they give you a free one to take home. Oh, you know my parents are at that Magianos all the damn time. Yeah, they get you at a free dinner every time you eat dinner there. And then we were walking around in this creepy dead mall, and we turned a corner, and there's a Crown Books, a long dead, I thought, book chain. So maybe that's the scariest thing in this episode, is that a book chain I thought was dead for years was still operating in this mall. Beyond the grave. Uh, And it was... It kind of felt also like everything in there was from 20 years ago because it was a lot of used books, I believe. <laughs> so, yeah, kind of a get them out of here sort it of was store. weird, that mall. I'm so delighted. I'm glad they have never... There's been lots of rumors of ways to retheme 
uh, lots of boring ways to turn this into, you know, boring apartment buildings or sites. It's going to be boring, whatever it is. But right now, it is open and available to do big, weird, like, pumpkin tunnels and stuff. So what did <laughs> oh, you yeah. think? How was it? Uh, it was good. I mean, they're just utilizing the parking space. Mm-hmm. Uh, the parking <laughs> the parking lot you don't go inside you don't drive Here, through I'll, the crown books i wish you drove through and also there's a big shiny outdoor mall across the street and like an amazon grocery store some sort of drive-through dispensary i think that was already closed for the night but we were very confused and interested what that was but well, that's the, the one where we did the weird that's where we did the not the void but the other one Yes. The, the other, other virtual thing that I assume is doomed <laughs> due to the current situation. Yeah. And then we uh, went to my childhood hot dog place, Flukies. Mm-hmm. Flukies kicks ass. Flukies great. Flukies, thank you. I'm so glad soon. to hear it. <laughs> um, here's, guys, you can see the, the map of the events and where the mall is situated versus the drive through experience. Um, you know, I, I re- we liked it. Uh, um, I have to say... It was pretty well staffed. Like, they had a lot of people working with, uh, you know, those wands, those glowing wands that you direct traffic with. Everyone was kind of freestyling it with those uh, traffic directing wands. Like, (laughs) one guy was really, like, really told us to roll the windows down. He's like, no, this means stop. This means stop. And then we drove by someone else who was doing a similar motion. I went to stop and they just went, happy Halloween. And they were just clearly like waving their wand around to celebrate the whimsy. Uh, I I ran into a few uh, wand situations as well where I went, is that a come forward or is that a <laughs> like scratching your face? Yeah. <laughs> so happy people are working, but also like a uh, little stressed out by the, all the wands. I also, you know, it did not dawn on me. I mean, just to get here, I had to, I was like, oh, I haven't driven on the freeway at night in like six months. So that was, an, a, that was a bit of a trip. And then... <laughs> was that okay? Oh, yeah, it was fine. It was just like, oh, yeah, this is so weird, you know? God, I haven't uh, either, Nat. Not since I had to go uh, have a baby. That was like, that's the only time in many, many months. Didn't you go on knots to eat the chicken? Not at yeah, night. Yeah, went at like 2 oh, o'clock yeah, in the I afternoon. Guess, yeah. yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hmm. I hadn't so, thought about how scary it's going to be. The other thing is, like, yeah, as Mike alluded to, like, these are very narrow lanes, and especially in a mall parking lot where they've just set up, like, handrails, they've essentially made, like, pen lanes. Like, you are driving one to four miles an hour through, like, car switchbacks, like, you know, going, snaking around to go through these little scenelets and stuff. Um, So it was a little stressful, honestly, at first to be, like, that confined and that going that slowly but eventually like like don't hit the cones (laughs) exactly um so yeah i mean there it started off with like a big like jack-o'-lantern tunnel um i'm gonna share the screen again because i have like a bunch of uh pictures um so it started off with like a big jack-o'-lantern tunnel and a pumpkin patch um and there was a What We Do in the Shadows tunnel, which I was like, oh, did they record voices? Like, will the characters talk to you? And um, I'll just show you. They just kind of bent one of the billboards that are around L.A. <laughs> into a tunnel shape. Hmm. Yeah, wait a minute. This is just like, imagine driving through a poster. This was going to be on like a hotel at Comic-Con and they repurposed it for this. 
Yeah, so kind of cool to see like a 12-foot-high Mark Proch um, and a 6-foot-high mm-hmm. FX on Hulu man. logo. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I fr- so so then you you went through a pumpkin patch, um, a couple different like pumpkin scenes. There was some there was a punkin patch with like funny jokes, and then there was this big uh, LA sign with a Kobe jersey, uh, similar to Mike's Hollywood <laughs> sign. Uh, everyone's got the city on the mind. That's mm. kind of weird, though. That is weird. Yes, <laughs> the uh, jersey of a deceased. Yeah, we, 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 <laughs> yeah, we started off, we started off, I should say, with like a man in like kind of Joker makeup came up to us and uh, he asked, do you want to play a game? Are you ready to play? What? And then he shoved, he shoved a pole with a basket full of candy in the window and dumped it on Jane's lap. And that became a reoccurring thing throughout the night a joker uh, approached you with a, a pole and a thing of candy at the end of it oh no there were pirates there were vampires um there were most importantly characters from the new hbo max original roll dolls the witches <laughs> at the very end of this <laughs> there was like you drove through the town from the witches uh and they gave out candy uh a very funny what was your jason what was your haul on the at this place this seems like you got Uh, a lot of candy yeah that was the other thing because this this event was also uh similarly priced 70 dollars, and uh i gotta give them credit because we thought it was like over and then it turned out we were only like halfway through and so by the end of it uh this filled a reusable trader joe's shopping bag so oh my god a ton and a big variety yeah wow a very big variety. We didn't um, get candy at all, and I will say about ours, uh, I thought it was half over, and it was actually over. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, but uh, yeah, so this, I mean, there was a skeleton band. There was a scene where the skeletons were having a party. There was a pumpkin-headed man who was just kind of picking up loose hay. I don't know what his deal was. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh yeah i'm trying to remember what other scenes yeah the whimsical skeletons were very fun a lot of whimsical music uh there was a pirate who kept like popping up he would follow like follow the cars from scene to scene uh very fun there was a very fun moment where like one of the guys was dressed as a vampire and Jane realized she knew them and asked, are you so-and-so? And he went, yes! Like, he <laughs> doing the voice. <laughs> and he gave us extra candy. Um, Sweet. So, uh, oh my God. here's This here's is so strange. And the, Garfield, the dog with the oh, candy on the Oh, you brought the, the dog. Hey. Yeah, the dog just slept on the ground next to the candy. Um, <laughs> that was the, uh, the other thing they didn't really, we should have thought ahead of, like, they're, they're just dumping the candy in both our laps. Uh, <laughs> so they kind of had to pick up the floor candy and put it in a bag to transport it. Mm-hmm. But um, it was good. I, I think all in all, by the time we got in and went through it all, it was like 30, 40 minutes or so. Um, and uh, they may have had too many people working in the pumpkin patch because someone almost gave us a second pumpkin. And we're like, no, no, we, we got the pumpkin. And, um, but you got to pick which pumpkin you wanted. Like, that was cool. Wow. So 
yeah, I thought this was really fun. Yeah, windows down, masks on, and they had fun, like, Halloween-y music pumping through everywhere. And uh, it was a really nice time. It's all made so much more surreal. Like, you're describing jokers coming up to you in your car, <laughs> and then it's all, like, in the shadow of the long dead Macy's where I would go get my school clothes. <laughs> um, it's just some of the strangest. It's eerie, but comforting. I'm just, I'm glad things are happening, but they're all very surreal to look at. Um, a giant yeah, Mark approach. It's, this is all so strange. <laughs> oh, this is a, this was a skeleton beauty parlor where the skeletons oh, cool. are getting yeah, their yeah. nails done and fripped. I like that. <laughs> uh here's the here's the party of course you see they got the big guys the the home depot big guys yeah has anyone oh, thought giants. about getting the home depot 300 dollar like 12 foot skeleton if i had a front yard i would absolutely get it and money also that i didn't spend on a bot yeah that's true yeah <laughs> your your drink your skeleton money went to the bot right <laughs> Well, I that seems pretty strong. Um, I'm yeah, glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, I would it. recommend it. It was brought to you by, like, sponsored by Butterfinger, Party City, and FX. So you end up with a lot of candy. Um, uh, FX, I, I don't quite know what material support they provide it. But the Party City stuff, you know, everything's... The, the costumes aren't, like, Horror Nights quality. But everyone was having a lot of fun who worked there. And it was, like, spirits were high. Oh, it was. Oh, spirits say, were high. Spirits were high. That said, it was 80 degrees at 8.30 p.m. the night I went, so it was a little weird. The Woodland Hills is hot. That's true. Yeah. Um, are, are you guys comforted, as Comic-Con fans, are you comforted seeing activations again? Have yes. you missed, like... The answer is yes. Big, <laughs> big billboards masquerading yeah. as experiences? The answer yeah. is yes. Uh, missing Comic-Con. There's been a lot of things that I have... Uh, I've expressed outwardly that I've missed, but I have not expressed that I miss seeing, like, trains reskinned with a, a TV show or a movie that I'll never watch. And I'm not saying yeah. that's any of the things you're talking about. I'm just saying that nine times out of ten, when you see a billboard at Comic Con, you're never going to see, you're never going to watch that thing. But I like some weird. Them. It's like a show about like the young chronicles of the guy who built Chucky. <laughs> it's, it's like some the like, maker, the toy maker, <laughs> the, to the toy maker, and he's like, why is he this like brooding twenty two year old British guy? He's hot as why hell. Why is he shirtless? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so hot. The guy who made Chucky. They're, they're gonna like kind of suggest Chucky abstractly in the opening montage, but he won't actually get built until season six. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> uh, it's on Epic TV. <laughs> you know, you're never gonna watch it. You don't even have the means to watch it. Right. <laughs> you it's wouldn't know where to find that not available. <laughs> With a, and then a map. <laughs> of course, on the Hilton Bay side, there's a big poster for Scott's new show, Kincaid. The origin story of Reuben Kincaid from the Partridge family. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks for reminding me. I know. I got a lot to do. I got to work on Jaws 19, and I got to get Kincaid ready. I'm glad Comic-Con got canceled because I was not ready for my panel. Yeah. Um, so next yeah. year, there'll be a 15-story a, a Kincaid poster. 
I'm again, really he's excited. Hot. He's hot we, um, too, by the way. <laughs> I was going to say, we found a really great actor to play the Partridge family's manager. He is 22. He is British playing American <laughs> and he is oh so hot. Yeah. And you will not see the Partridge family until season nine. <laughs> you might get a phone call and you think it's Danny, but um, you know, you're not sure. It's ambiguous. He drives by a hospital and they suggest Danny was born. He was just born. <laughs> You just hear a baby cry. Right. And he goes, oh. <laughs> and then there's kind of like a little, he like picks it up. And then he tells me I'll be seeing that baby someday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all well and good for you. But due to executive shakeups, I've been brought in to fix Gale, the Dorothy Gale Wizard of Oz prequel. And I am not optimistic about the chances for this show. It doesn't help that the star, Billie Eilish, is changing her whole persona and branding. <laughs> that's totally going to overshadow yeah, oh, man. Yeah, she's going to be in persona change meetings from here to 2023. You're never going to get any time with her. Right. I'm getting no material support from Cider, which, of course, is the brand new streaming service for Martinelli's apple juice. There are no help whatsoever. <laughs> Cider spelled S-Y-D-R. <laughs> Cider. $14 a month. <laughs> we got to launch in the fall. Guys, why aren't you listening? The tie in the cider seasonal tie. I don't understand. I feel like I'm shouting at a wall. <laughs> We're comfortable launching with only long form cider ads. We think we'll build the audience with that and then we'll give them some original IP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say, hey, HBO Max deserves more credit because they had witches' houses. There are people dressed like the characters, I think. I'm not really that familiar with the book and previous movie. But from the trailers, it looked like the one character that talked to us in a spooky accent was dressed like Anne Hathaway's character. And they mm-hmm. had big houses and stuff. And so that was fun. Sounds I've fun. heard they have another, they have a, a, an in your car experience based on The Vow, the Nixium documentary, where you sit in your car in a big line for nine hours and nothing ever happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, that you have been um, taking the producer role on the producing the documentary about that cult that Mike's uh, Jack O' Lantern Festival was used to. Hell yeah. Well, yeah, we're in and out. After The Vow, this documentary is uh, <laughs> 13 minutes long. Mm-hmm. It's going to be jam packed. We're going to plow through it. It's going to be a real quick bite. You know, I've been saying, ever since The Vow, I have been saying that people want quicker entertainment. They want their content and quick, quick little bites. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to do, damn it. Mm-hmm. I've been on the record about loving quick bites many times. I know, we remember. <laughs> Famously so. Um, okay, uh, my experience. Um, so, there's, with me doing any sort of Halloween haunt experience, there is a lot for me to triangulate, uh, to not only the ongoing pandemic, but also my baby's uh, frequent nap and sleep schedules, and uh, most importantly, me being afraid of haunts, of, of things that uh, occur in the dark. Even the, the things that you guys just showed me seem perfectly pleasant, but I, I would always be afraid that around the corner, as Mike said, there were some teenagers shaking your car. Or uh, putting blood on it without my permission. Or a joker Um, with a candy basket. (laughs) (laughs) Get away, get away, get away from the car. (laughs) You swerve into the mall. (laughs) 
I'm going to go hide in that Macy's, my favorite Macy's. Um, I don't want any of this. I, 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 I wanted a, a different vibe. So that is why, considering all of this, uh, I decided from my experience to take a 10 a.m. visit to the Halloween experience at the Citadel Outlet Mall. Whoa. <laughs> um, so uh, this has come up on the show before, but again, for the non-Los Angeles people, um, if you're if you're driving on the five tour from the five freeway tour from Disneyland, this is probably the most like notable site of your uh, trip to Knott's Berry Farm or Disneyland, uh, because suddenly after a bunch of really industrial, boring stuff, there's suddenly this giant what looks like an or, or, ornate Middle Eastern palace. Or I've also said it kind of looks like a Mario fortress. Like it's mm-hmm. like the, it's, it's like a level eight. Um and uh first of all neither here i mean we could do an entire we'll we'll, we'll do the you know, that was one of the keepers we met i believe was the mm-hmm. citadel guy who yes. sounded like a real drag but um th- uh, th- this was apparently a former tire factory <laughs> if you were i don't know why i'm saying this now why does it look like a middle eastern palace well because it was a tire factory you see <laughs> um, doesn't really answer it and then i just remember the I, aaron and i went there a long time ago and we were like, whoa, so it's themed. So it all looks, it's all this Assyrian <laughs> vibe. That sounds crazy. And then we went back there and it's all just behind that big building. Yeah. And the, it's like the most boring place you've ever been. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, it's like, there's a lot, there's a couple outlet malls that in, like inside look exactly the same that on the way to Palm Springs. Like they all feel like they're in the same. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing one Camarillo like that. That might just be what all they all of them are. They don't uh, you're, you're not paying for theming. It's uh, yeah. as bare bones as it could be. I guess that's what an outlet mall's all about. Um, so I have criticized this place for dullness, dullness for not delivering on the promise of the Assyrian palace that you see from the freeway. But for Halloween, let me tell you. Uh, it's a whole different story. Uh, I brought I brought the whole family. I can say, uh, uh, and thus making this probably the first themed experience that my son has been to. So that's a oh. that's a big oh. moment. Um, yeah, pretty exciting. Um, so uh, over by the food court, <laughs> there is uh, their main uh, claim to fame. The big thing that they are boasting about uh, up on those those video billboards that we know from our Disneyland drives that we never get to do anymore. And they're advertising up on those Big Jack, who is the largest pumpkin in Los Angeles. Um, wow. So they say, I wonder if they're allowed to make that claim partially because the Big Jack Lantern Mickey is not available for public consumption at mm-hmm. Disneyland. So maybe in another year they couldn't say it. Um, although I saw Big Jack and he's pretty big. Big Jack might be bigger than the, than the Mickey. Um, Big Jack is 16 feet tall. He's 15 feet wide. Yeah, he weighs uh, 1,500 pounds, and he's surrounded by 40 plus bales of hay. Um, <laughs> that doesn't feel as special now. Yo, you guys showed me so much hay. I think you, everybody saw a lot of hay. Saw a hell anybody, of a lot of hay, yeah. Anybody going to any of these haunts will see a lot of hay. So if you're a fan of hay, this is your year. Um, Big Jack is also surrounded by a spectacular garden of giant sunflowers and candy corn. Um. And this is one of those, so, all right, you know, this is this, like, little cutesy experience, and in another year, I might have been more, you know, where I'm going to the immersive theming uh, of an actual theme park, um, 
and uh, and and pre having a child, I might have been like, uh, oh yeah, yo. So they got like sunflowers. Those probably look stupid, right? Well, it's it's fun. They try something. I don't know. Uh, this was uh, uh, to me in my current state breathtaking. This was wonderful. <laughs> it was it was great. It was wonderful to see big things, big cartoony cloth things uh my boy like stood and like stared into the flower and and held it and was one of the most fascinated i've seen him be in something like he did register this is something different uh so now i am like bless you spectacular garden why would i ever have been snarky about this before thank you for entertaining my boy um we uh then uh proceeded to do the experience that you know they don't want people going in to just be see big jack and leave they want you to go explore the many offerings of the outlet mall which is pretty much open um so that's why there's an activity called let's track jack and his friends um and this i like because there we got some original ip involved you go you go to like a visitor's center uh past a bunch of brochures and they give you like a, a map of the mall and then stickers of all of the characters that you might meet uh, and their names, and you have to go look for them. Uh, now, if you plan on doing the Citadel tracking Jack and his friends, you might want to hit the skip button a couple times uh, because I'm going to spoil some locations for you. Mm. Um, but uh, Kitty Cat was at uh, Michael Kors. <laughs> So if if you're looking for a hint, though, also just go to Michael Kors. That's one of the twelve. You got to find twelve friends. Um, Mums with a Z, who's a mummy, uh, was outside of Ruby's, which is a a chain that I am shocked has not gone bankrupt during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Somehow uh, they've made it. Um, and then best of all, Skelly the skeleton was outside of the Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory. Rocky wow. Mountain Chocolate Factory, the home to Truffles, the large, sad bear who we love so much. Uh, Aaron, we always, we've talked about this, and I think, and, and God bless our audience. Our audience has now posted a lot and sent us a lot of photos of them comforting Truffles, the sad bear uh, <laughs> who needs some emotional support. I've loved seeing all these. Please always keep them coming. But a lot of truffles live indoors, so we haven't seen truffles in a long time, and we've been we've been at home taking care of the boy. So rounding, realizing, oh my God, that's a Rocky Mountain. Is he out? Is he out? Oh my God, truffles is out. Uh, he was wearing a mask and a confusing. I'm sorry, a mask, not like a Halloween mask, but the you know mm-hmm. that we all have to uh, wear because uh, yeah. of the disease, uh, and also a confusing costume. That was like a cape and a necktie at once. I didn't really know what they were, but I, and it's, you know, hanging off of them weird and bad, but I would expect uh, nothing less from, from my buddy. Uh, I might as well screen share. You can, uh, uh, you can, you can uh, take in this wonderful site. We got to introduce <laughs> my boy oh. to our favorite bear, uh, who, by the way, for a long time, I've said this before, this will be his first Halloween costume of his life as being the sad bear. Uh, Aaron was so happy to see him. I was so happy to see him. Um, this, this was truly heartwarming. Uh, he, he, as you can tell, uh, uh, he's very excited. He's very He's as invested as us. Not certainly not just looking off somewhere else. Um, you should see. You should see Big Jack too. Just, just tell me what you. Uh, um, uh, do can, you, like, can you do go you to think that this? 
Uh, yes. I was going to say, could you go back to the picture, the close-up picture of truffles, real quick? And I'm going to make a really disgusting comment. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, I might know where you're going. What, what's your observation about truffles? Uh, he, uh, the mask that's like clinging tightly to his snout. Uh, it definitely looks like the lower half of Borat's yellow <laughs> swimsuit with his mm. testicles being uh, ensnared. In. His mankini. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, that's sort yeah. of the. Well, I just get a vibe from that. I. That's yeah. just me, though. He probably needs to wear a bigger mask, yes. probably to get the full coverage. But I'm glad he's he's trying. Um, you know, Truffles is always sad, and in this <laughs> trying year, I just hope he doesn't have it even worse. Though, how could it get worse for him? He just seems so glum, no matter what. He's sadder than Eeyore, and so we always like to stop by and. Uh, make him feel a little better i believe we may have done this i, I think aaron did this without touching him because uh, you know germs and all but you could still lend distance support um I, I thought you were gonna when you said disgusting i thought you were gonna comment on the multiple stains on i mean that's shirt. gross too <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not ill fit also the tie reads trick or treat be so sweet give me something good to eat <laughs> be, be so sweet and then the tie is also stained <laughs> Well, with chocolate, he is a hungry boy. He's a grown boy. <laughs> He's named after chocolate or or, or treats at least. Um, what do you, what do you think of Big Jack here? Uh, oh, yeah, uh, uh, I, I mean, yeah, yeah he's great. Yeah, I like yeah. him. Pretty huge. I think maybe bigger than that, Mickey. Right? I yeah, maybe a little by a little bit. It's it's mm-hmm. interesting. I obviously without comparison to like um, where they're both located, it's complete. It's kind of hard to sell to tell. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it satisfied me. I also liked that one. Here's one of these big sunflowers. Uh, It really impressed my boy. And I liked that it was in front of a flip-flop shop. Mm -hmm. One of our flip-flop shops, plural. Uh, One of the, uh, you know, an old old fallen brother, which we just found out is no longer at uh, City Walk. Um, Uh, Does this count as a Citadel saga? (laughs) Hmm. I mean, if this knocked it out, I'd be... I'm thrilled. I can't remember who the keeper of that was, but perhaps we'll ask them. We can, yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody can text um, uh, that particular keeper. Will um, you, will you, um, for one Halloween, have uh, your child be Richard Nixon? Well, I do have the mask. I may have thrown away the mask at some point. Um, I don't know. You know, after my whole life's. Uh, story of being really into presidents and you know and then how uh uh how uh, insane and damaging the last four years have been i think i'm gonna keep my son away i'm gonna keep him away from the idea of presidents as long as possible okay like until he's confronted by photos of them in a classroom i'm gonna pretend they don't exist okay, i'm not gonna say fair. the word that's fair um seems like a plan he's here he's just looking at like a white pumpkin this is i can't tell you how much this this warms my heart. My my overall my my summation of all of this. Uh, this we we did this in less than an hour. Um, it was uh, def it was definitely uh, a, a little mundane. It took place at a place I just called uh, uh, specifically not very well themed, and it is uh, w- without a doubt the best thing I've done in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Our spirits. Sword. Even we miss driving to Disney. We miss that bad drive. Oh yeah. Like, well, no. what's the seven oh, ten sure. and is the ten crowded today? And uh, uh, like we got to get over the interchange on the left this time. We miss all that. We haven't mm-hmm. gotten to do it uh, with the kid. I so even like driving halfway to Disneyland, we were like a glow leaving this outlet mall. Um, oh, the, and I forgot the detail that if you 
uh, track Jack and his friends successfully, that your prize, uh, there's a number of them, but you can get a free soda at Charlie's Subs. You can get <laughs> a, uh, a pretzel at Auntie Anne's. Pretty good prizes. Uh, not so good for uh, my little uh, Jack Tracker, uh, who uh, cannot have any of those items. The only... Uh, the only prize they could have offered that would have made us go do the whole thing is just is uh, three ounces of smelly formula. Um, <laughs> that that would have like oh real well his favorite his favorite treat. Um, but did your child turn to you at, the, at any point and go like since we're halfway down the five can we just go to downtown Disney? <laughs> They've set up a limited time shopping experience in stage seventeen, and we can get our picture under a play it sign. <laughs> As when I was coming into this realm, a spirit whispered to me, a, go- a, a ghostly boy spirit. He was full of youthful enthusiasm, just like me, Papa. He said, please take your boy there so he can, li- he can walk in my footsteps. The That's- Disney outlets at the Citadel outlet reopened a few months ago when there was lines around the block. To get that discounted Jeez. park my- merchandise, that, that clearance, like, grad that, night that never happened merchandise. Here, here's the thing about the outlet malls. They're not really outlet malls. It's all this big scam. This is how I feel. I, I, this, is a, this is the end of the episode, I'm guessing. But, like, I've been in those Disney outlet stores, and there's, like, a little clearance section. But everything else is regular price. Yeah, it's not cheaper there. It's not cheaper in most of these stores. There was I think a day... there's like two in Orlando that are like really, really dirt cheap clearance. Well, stuff, that's a but... different thing. They closed the one in California. Yeah. But there is one in Orlando, I think maybe still, that actually has cheap discounted stuff. But yeah, these outlet yeah. stores, by and large, not much different than a regular store. There was a day we were driving back from Disneyland, maybe. I don't know if we did an overnight or something. I think we just ended up driving back like on Black Friday or the day before Thanksgiving or something. And the traffic was unreal. I mean, it's always really bad around there, although not currently because no one's going anywhere. But like, it was so awful one day. And we were like, wait a minute, is this like pre-Black Friday at the outlet mall? And indeed it was. And once we passed it, it was so crowded. There were police everywhere directing. Like, this was, uh, you know, like a Coachella audience had descended on this outlet mall. And for what? For slightly cheaper flip-flops? Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. I, I, you know, I feel like I went in an H&M, which has cl- cheap clothing. It's the same. It's the same mm-hmm. price. It's fooling. It's fooling us. <sighs> yeah. I've yeah. never been fond of this place, I have to say, until now. Until they, they <laughs> gave us this wonderful less than an hour, until they showed us Big Jack. Um, I mean, I will always, I, I'll always have a different view of this place. From now on, they they made Halloween real special. Maybe even in a way, if it's possible, more special than the one that I spent with Jay Leno and Alex Chilton. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that's. Um, I mean, you just said it all. I yeah. tied it all up. back to the beginning. I guess that's the point where you end the episode I and say so. you survived Hauntcast the Fright local haunts edition Mm -hmm. uh here's hoping that next year we can go back to the way it's supposed to be getting screamed at by teens yes um and that mike can go have the halloween that he wants and that jason and i can have essentially the one we are currently having where we stay home 
I, I'm working on Jason, though. What do you think, Jason? Will you declare one that you'll go to at least one of these with me next year? Are you willing this to? This was supposed to be the year. This was like, all right, I'll go uh, to Universal. I'll do the polished one. You know, I'll do... I'll, I'll The you polished know. one. <laughs> the, 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 like, high budget, like, you know... Okay. It, it has the most liability insurance. That, that's the other thing I thought about all these drive through haunts, especially the small ones. What, what must that liability insurance be <laughs> <laughs> we're oh, yeah, like, God. and here's a uh, 300 cars a night, and a bunch of people directing traffic who just learned how to do this a week ago. <laughs> Good luck. Hmm. All right, so Jason will be at Horror Nights next year. I'll do it next <laughs> year. Done deal. Um, and uh, hey, as for us, uh, next week. Hey, we know what's happening next week. There's only one topic. It could be. Mm-hmm. It's the topic that we are parsing through as slowly as possible as slowly as driving through a pumpkin tunnel bumper to bumper uh we're we're heading back to the haunted mansion next week mm-hmm. uh uh i i don't know i guess we usually don't say it but you know we we know what week it we is we know what we're doing Get i'm going to go up. back and listen to the previous episodes because my memory has been destroyed this year and i don't know where we left off so. I, did, I I figured it out, um, so I, I I know how to kick it off, and it, it, I think I think we'll be fine. How far will we get? Only uh, time will tell. Um, and uh, obviously, go to uh, the cemetery gate, uh, the Patreon for the bonus content where we've had I think two of them have come out, and we got one more uh, spooky episode for the month before we go back to the regular second gate. And that's of course at patreon.com slash podcast, the ride. Hey, and uh, merch at T public. Uh, we got, uh, we got a haunted match or a, a hot cast, the fright, uh, design for shirts and other things. I uh, use your imagination, what it could be on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's that. It's been a fun month. Um, so for myself, Rick Zombieberg. Uh, Dr. Murder Hog and General Trag. <laughs> <laughs> um, what does General Trag say? Wait, you have the last word. Uh, he says, uh, we have to stop those neutrinos. All right. So <laughs> stop the neutrinos in your life. Stop the metaphorical neutrinos mm-hmm. uh, by uh, plundering this country by voting. Vote those neutrinos i forget ever the neutrinos were scott they were those three like space 50s like kids that like were hanging out with the ninja turtles i'm sure you would notice you would recognize them michelangelo they're not wait are they not bad no they're good oh shoot oh never mind vote for the neutrinos oh god vote neutrinos get neutrinos neutrinos. in the white house this year yeah for sure (laughs) all right thanks for straightening me out general trag uh and uh we'll be back Next week. Next week. Happy haunting. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced Dog. by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, Dog. please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe Dog. to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Dog. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.